Blog Talk Radio. Universal and 
No matter how you say it, only matters what you do. Each day, please take the time to tell someone that I love you. So I know they say, well, you can either go to the party and attend it or you can be the party thrower. So 
I decided I was going to be on the other side of the fence and be the one throwing the party. So I just want to welcome all of you once again to come up in here and be like, yo, Coach is giving us another a, another big dog night tonight on a Monday? That's right. I know most of y'all are used to us coming on uh, Tuesday, every other Tuesday, uh, every other Wednesday, every other Thursday. This week it may be a little different. I might go back to back to back to back. That's right. Tonight we're starting off with, I mean, ladies first, the seven keys to the African-American resurrection, navigating your existence. What? That's how we're going to shine the light and get it popping. Then we're coming in tomorrow night with some tometry night with Dr. Maxwell Narte. You know how that goes. That's going to be show number 53, maybe 54, that we've done with some tometry. Just amazing. So if you are used to us and you're, you know, a regular, we'll see you tomorrow night. If this is your first time joining us, whoo, you don't want to miss any second of what we're doing. So we got tonight is popping at 8 right now. Tomorrow is popping at 8 o'clock. This Wednesday, 9 o'clock, I got to bring back my science of getting rich and Illuminati money. Got to bring that back this Wednesday night. And, of course, the newest show to the lineup is Stars and Numbers. Men lie, women lie, numbers don't. That's on Thursday nights where we really get in with the numerology and astrology. We do our best to give you all a little bit of entertainment, a whole lot of spirituality, and a whole bunch of enlightened conversation. So, once again, I thank all of you for just being here, taking the time out of your busy schedule. You could have been a whole lot of other places. There's a lot of people just competing for your time. Well, you know what? I say time is an illusion. I'm in it for a relationship with you, and I appreciate it that you think that I am worthy enough and deemed worthy of your attention for us to form this relationship here on the Coach K Radio Hour, and I do appreciate you and your family and everything that you represent. Y'all ready to get this party started? I know I am. We get ready to do some things that a lot of people, you know, have tried in the past, but they just can't really tap into it like we do. Tonight, it's time to take control of your life's destination. It's time to return to the greatness that once was ours. This is the time for a resurrection of the mind, body, and the soul. Tonight, come and take the journey and get the answers to your questions. Learn the knowledge, tools, and techniques required to navigate your existence. Tonight, I welcome author, speaker, evolutionary, miracle trainer, Ome Yale Jube, y'all put y'all hands together, because what? This is a dream come true. And the hits just keep on coming. Welcome to the Coach K Radio Show tonight. Ome Yale, how you feeling? Greetings, greetings, Coach K. I am wonderful. Thank you for having me on. Well, absolutely. It is my plum please and pleasure to have you on the show, Alafia, Alafia, Alafia. Alafia. So, how has your day been today? As usual, quite busy. I'm just <laughs> I just finished my book launch and book signing last Saturday and it was awesome. Had a wonderful turnout, had drummers going and it was just great. So I recuperated for about a week. I had to take some time off, and now I'm back on it because I have a workshop coming up in about three weeks. But, it, you know, it just keeps going. We just got to keep going forward and getting the knowledge out. 
Well, I want I I want you to stay busy. So I want everyone on the call to go on over to navigateyourexistence dot com and bookmark it. And I want you all to put your name and your email in her little box right there so you can stay up and keep her busy. She's not on the show. <laughs> Take a relax. I want y'all to get on there. I want you to click on the products. I want you to order the book. I want you to order the inner peace CD. And tonight, I mean, go ahead and order it right now because you're gonna. I'm going to present to you the reasons tonight why we should be trying to shut the website down with so much traffic to get this book and to get this CD. Because I know, especially us men, that's one thing I try to tell women all the time. Y'all just don't understand us. All we want is peace. Just give us some peace. <laughs> Not not APs. We we like APs too, but we want some peace. We know we can't have it all the time, but inside of our households, we want some peace. So anything I know, you ladies out here, if you are you know wanting to improve upon your relationships, if you are peace, then you're going to attract peace into your life. So absolutely, go on over, go on over to navigateyourexistence.com. It's spelled just like it sounds. And click on products and get that inner peace. Let that play throughout your house in a low volume all day. Just put it on repeat. Just let it play, let it play. So even when he walks in there, you know, you ever heard that phrase, that the music sound, I mean, a calm or savage beast? Well, I'm not saying you're going to attract a savage man, but when you can put a man at ease and you can let him just, you know, ease back, that's how we used to do it before we got moved into the projects. So tonight's show is going to be about how, and we fell from pyramids to projects and what we got to do to get back to the stars. So I want everybody to go ahead and uh, take your shoes off, you know, light your incense up, get your little alkaline water or your uh, Vital Life Structure water. If you got that, some of that, I know you're in the game. And um, just loosen up your belt, loosen up your tie, loosen up your collar, and just give us your full attention for the next, you know, 60 minutes, uh, give or take a few, and let us ease your mind with some solutions from this wonderful guest that I have on tonight. And I'm just I'm just so thrilled with everything that we're getting ready to talk about. Y'all don't understand. She just came so prepared and ready. I'm just like, woo-wee. So <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you, everyone listening, and thank you, Omi. Uh, one of the things I wanted to get started with was please introduce yourself. Let's say there was an alien that just came down and they're listening to my show, because they do listen to my show, and they want to know, you know, who you are, where you came from, you know, and what you're about, you know, a little bit about your background. So could you please introduce yourself to to me and my listening audience and to all the extraterrestrials and ancestors listening in to my show right now? Well, Coach Kahir, I'm originally from New York City, Harlem, USA. I am presently residing in Las Vegas. But born and raised in New York, I'll be a New Yorker till I die. I, I started out in the streets of Harlem, and growing up as a little girl, I I felt I was called uh, culturally deprived, underprivileged, and emotionally disturbed. And I started asking questions. I wanted to know why. Why, why are we in the situation we find ourselves in? And as I asked the questions... I began to find my cultural answers. It's actually saved my life. Um, actually, I traveled with a troupe. It was called um, Lifetime Players. 
and it was a troupe that traveled across New York City teaching culture, drumming, poetry. Actually, I traveled with the last poets. And in that summer, I was able to find my cultural history, and it turned my life around. It made me know that I am somebody. I have a history. I have a culture. And it was the inspiration for me to go on and be a success in life. I went on, my school grades increased. I went on to become a success in life, a retired school administrator, came out to Vegas many, many years ago, and with that I brought my cultural knowledge from Harlem, and I began to teach and spread culture in Las Vegas. But with all that success in my life, I still felt at some level as a second-class citizen. And so it was my spiritual journey that helped me to learn and understand this realm in which we exist, energy, and allowed me to become a citizen of the universe. So that's a little bit of my background of how I got started on this journey. Mm, lovely, lovely, lovely. Same when y'all started in New York, boy. Y'all just y'all just end up and be everywhere. Yeah. All all over. You can take just like me, I'm from the country uh, in North Carolina, and you can take me out of the country, but you can't take the country out of me. That's the same thing with somebody from 125th. You know, they hear 125th, they just turn their head, huh, what, what did you say? Yeah. Absolutely. And the so, same thing when you say the projects, the projects are all over. Anytime you say the projects, I don't care where you're from, those heads will turn because you can relate. And that's another major part of this journey that I'm on. How did we get from the pyramids to the projects? And what's it mm-hmm. going to take to get us from the projects to the stars? Absolutely. Well, then let's go on and get started then. Uh, the first thing I want to talk about is me, I, uh, even when I was studying with the nation of gods and earths, my attribute was universal, seaborn, universal, a lot. And it was, and I was like, what are you calling me universal for? Say it again. I didn't quite hear you. Say that again. Hello? 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 Everything is everything is all right. Should be right back with. I guess my storytelling uh, uh, dropped off, so she'll be right back. I don't want to. Um, I don't want to go on with my story until she is uh, back in the building and pressing one. So okay, here we go. All right, can you hear me now? Yes. I don't know what happened, oh, but I'm back. Okay, that's fine. Something, uh, probably something going on on your end. I was just, I was just talking. I guess my, I guess I sent some uh, too much of an energy vibration through there. This talk. It dropped off again. They 
used to call me, my attributes were universal. And I was like, why? Her call dropped again. Okay. And the wind just started blowing in the chimes by the chimes. I guess I better skip the story and let her get right into uh, the question. <laughs> as soon as she comes back on, so. Hello? I see, you having, I see you having some technical difficulty over there. I don't know what's going on. It's my landline. I don't so know. hopefully we'll keep going. We'll see. I'll try not to get too excited. <laughs> Well, I'm just going to get to the, I'm going to just go ahead and skip my part of the story so we can let you go start talking to bring your vibration in. Um, I noticed that in the title it said uh, an African-American resurrection, but I wanted to ask the first question, is this book of information just for African-American people? Well, let me just say, when we say African-American, I use that title loosely because I, I have some issues with the title itself. I mean, Africa isn't even the name of the correct name of the continent. It's Akabuhian. And so, and, and it also goes by other names. So there's, there's a misnomer when you say African-American anyway. We come from all over the planet. But I have to meet people where they're at. So that's why I use African-American. But the information in this book is metaphysical. Metaphysics is for everyone. Because there is only one source. Everyone comes from source. And so, it, yes, it is for everyone. I targeted the African-American populace because of the plight that we find ourselves in with mass incarceration and high instances of, of unemployment, high statistics of medical disease. We are in a time where we need a resurrection of mind, body, and soul. So this is why I targeted a particular populace, so that we can get the information we need so we can rise. Absolutely. And my thing, uh, for, for, for me, my, I, I love it when I find a sister from another mother who's taking up this cause through trying to generate a new type of crop for the new X, Y, and Z generation that's coming along so they can have options as well because I'm a big proponent of changing the things that we put in and let come out of our mouths. So I'm so very happy, um, and I totally agree um, that our the condition of those who identify themselves as African American is one of the lowest positions right now in the world, and I do believe that the salvation of humanity is going to be based upon how the African-Americans, quote-unquote, can rise up and, as you said, resurrect themselves and start to start living again, you know, instead of dying, being being mummies and walking around and things like that. So uh, that may lead into the next question of what prompted you to write this book, you know, and call it Navigate Your Existence? You know, what what does, that, what does that title really mean, Navigate Your Existence? When you think in terms of existence, we're talking about everything that is you, your essence, your physical, your mental, your emotional, and your spiritual being. And that is, that essence is energy. It's all energy. So we're talking about your total existence, your being. 
navigate navigate your existence. Who's conducting your ship? Sure. This vessel that is you. Is it is it your your husband, or your wife, or your teacher, or the preacher, or any of your your um, religious leaders? Who who is guiding your life? Who is at the helm and directing your existence? It is time for us to navigate our own existence. Take responsibility and navigate your existence. I went to, I used to go out to a lot of the metaphysical conferences, a lot of them. And I'll tell you what, these people were, they were taking care of business. The information was astounding. And I would look around, 100 people, 200, 300, and there was no one in there that looked like me. And as I realized this is our information, the ancestors had this information. They had the answers. And here... The people that were speaking didn't look like me, and the people in the audience that were receiving the information didn't look like me. And I knew that it was time someone had to bring this information to our people. So when you say navigate your existence, it's about understanding, getting the knowledge, the tools, and the techniques that are required for this total resurrection. The um, I want so. Do you think that it is possible for African Americans or melanated, deeply melanated individuals to learn or receive lessons about the universal will and consciousness and all from someone who is not of the same ethnic background? Absolutely, I did. I did. I learned a whole lot. Uh, there, there's some awesome folks out there teaching. Um, Greg Braden and uh, I can't even think of all their names right now, but they are taking care of a business. They're, the information is out there, and, and for the most part, it's not coming from us. And that is why we have to get the information and teach our own. You can get it from anywhere. It doesn't matter where you get it from as long as you get it. So, you know, you go back and you think in terms of when we were, I was raised in the church, and, you know, they told us anything metaphysical was of the devil. Don't touch it. Don't, don't meditate. Don't, don't learn astrology, numerology. And I know that for me, I was afraid. And so, yes, we can get this information from anywhere. The most important thing is that we get it. And so, if I may, I'd like to start on the seven keys so that we can begin to delve into some of this. Absolutely, absolutely. That's what. I, I, let me know about the seven keys to the African American resurrection, please. There are seven keys. The keys themselves are very, very simple. Very simple. However, simple is not always easy. Each key opens a doorway. It unlocks a doorway. And once you go across that doorway, there are many different paths that you have to travel, and that's where the work begins. This is not something that's going to happen overnight. It is a journey. It is a process. And so with that, let me just say, uh, begin with the key, the first key, recognize. Recognize the anchors of limitation. In order to solve a problem, you have to first recognize that there is a problem. 
before you can even begin on any kind of solution. You've got to recognize that there's a problem and identify the source. Where did it come from? We all have anchors. We have anchors that are weighing us down, holding us down, all of this baggage that we come with. Humanity basically is, uh, humanity itself is in a, a victimization mentality, always wanting to blame something on someone else. When you think in terms of the anchors, is it, does it come from what people have set, uh, set up for you to do, or does it come from your, all the isms that are out there, the racism, the sexism, the ageism? Does it come from the institutions, the educational institutions, the religious institutions, the political institutions, the belief systems that we are boxed in? Where do these anchors come from? And once we identify them, then we can begin to release them. But first we have to do our work in terms of finding out where these anchors come from. We have big anchors, fat anchors, deep anchors, little anchors, all over our bodies. And we find ourselves enclosed in a box. And it's about getting out of that box, releasing those anchors so we can rise. Restore. Restore the knowledge of the ancestors. There's nothing new under the sun. As above, so below. As within, so without. Nothing new under the sun. The ancestors knew the secrets to the universe. They had the answers. And believe it or not, so do we. We have the answers. We have the answers within our genetic memory. Nothing is ever lost but it's buried, and we've got to restore that knowledge. When we talk about the knowledge, it comes in. Now, that's when that key unlocks many pathways. We start talking about what time is it, the, the, uh, what's going on in the cosmos, all of the changes that are going on in the cosmos. 2012, did 2012 end? Is it over, or is it just beginning? When we start talking about the, the cycles, that we're going through right now, 26,000-year cycles, 5,000-year cycles, 2,000-year cycles. And as they end, they also begin again. So we're talking about restoring this knowledge. What does this mean for us? What does this energy that's coming in mean specifically for melanin-dominant people? When you talk about restoring the knowledge, we can be talking about the dimensions. No one talks about the dimensions, that there are seven dimensions in which we exist. I, it took me a long time before I even knew what the word meant. You remember we used to talk about, and I don't know how old you are, <laughs> but you remember when we talked about um, Age of Aquarius? You remember oh. the song? What's the song? Age of Aquarius. I got that. Yeah, sing it. You know, and we everybody was singing Angel Aquarius. You can't embarrass me on my own show now. I don't sing on here. I do a lot of talking about it. I don't sing. I don't sing either. My, my, my children won't let me sing. But, you know, everyone was talking about Age of Aquarius. Everyone was singing it. They're still singing it. But no one knew what it meant. We weren't talking about astrology unless we were talking about your sun sign and who, who match, matches up with whom. 
But talking about astrology, understanding the power of astrology, understanding that they were talking about the name of the group, Fifth Dimension. No one ever asked, well, what does that mean? So there's so much information. When we start talking about restore the knowledge of the ancestors, so much information we have to restore and recover. Key number three, responsibility. I love this one. But you know what, Coach Kahir? I used to say, you know, my kids would hear me singing the song, and I would say, oh, that's my favorite song. And my kids would say, Mommy, that, every song is your favorite song. <laughs> and that's the way I feel about the keys. I'll get to one, and I'll say, well, that's my favorite. But they're all my favorites. <laughs> so you said that again yesterday. You said, you said yes, lady. You said recognize was your favorite. Now you're talking about responsibility is your favorite. Which one is your favorite? Look, I just confessed. I fessed up. I fessed up on the air. I did. <laughs> Responsibility, that's a big one for us as a people, responsibility. When we begin to understand and restore that knowledge and begin to understand karma and reincarnation, you know, these are, again, things that were taken out of the Bible, and we weren't, uh, we didn't understand, we weren't even allowed to talk about it. When you begin to understand that the universal laws are exact, and what goes around comes around, then you realize that you really do create your own reality. And at that point, if you get it, then you have to take responsibility for everything that shows up in your life. You've got to take responsibility for every thought, every action, every deed. When you understand that you create your own reality, then you have to say, well, you know, whatever shows up in front of me, I'm responsible for the good, the bad, and the ugly. And that gets deep, you know, and it's it's not so easy to take responsibility. If you don't understand how this universe exists and how it works, really, then it's easy to start blaming people. It's easy to play the blame game. You know, uh, this one did it. That one's responsible for this. Everybody but me. And the moment you start blaming, then you are a victim. The moment you start the blame game, you become a victim. You have given up your power. So when you truly understand to take responsibility... Then and only then can you move from being a victim to a victor. Then and only then can you regain your power. When we say release, key number four, release the anchors. Responsibility and release go together hand in hand. Because, again, when you take responsibility, only then can you begin to release those anchors. Key number one, we found them. Now we know where they are. So in key number four, we get to release them. So now you know you have anchors. You've got a big ship, this magnificent ship, this vessel that is you, and you've got anchors weighing you down. Well, do you, do you reel them up? How do you release them? Do you reel them up? Do you yank them out of the water? 
Is it going to be necessary to swim down deep, deep down and dig around the anchor and loosen it up? You have to have the knowledge before you're able to release those anchors. But once you begin to take responsibility, you can begin to let go of that old baggage. Does it mean forgiving someone? If you take responsibility now, you can begin to forgive that person. And you begin to realize that no matter what the situation was, at some point you have, you're responsible for it showing up in your, in your life. And so no matter how hurt or angry you are, you begin to understand that it showed up in your life for a reason. Was it to teach you a lesson that you needed to know through your karmic past? Was it something that you needed to learn so you don't repeat it again? Mm-hmm. There are reasons. And so, again, as we begin to understand this world, how it works, this realm of energy in which we exist, then we can begin to make sense of some of the, the actions, some of our actions, and we can begin to react differently. And as we begin to release all of this negativity that's weighing us down, we can begin to rise. Key number five, reactivate your energy sources. Okay, another one of my favorites. What can I say? <laughs> Reactivate your energy sources. Well, Coach Kahir. I'm hearing it. We're talking about melanin. Melanin. And I could talk about melanin forever and a day. We're talking about melanin. doesn't Doesn't everybody have melanin? Everybody. Everybody and everything. Melanin is in everything. Everything. Melanin is the chemical key to life. Absolutely. When you understand melanin, well, let me just tell you a story. I tell stories. I like to tell stories. (laughs) Um, I remember I was a little girl. I can see it like it was yesterday. My mother was in the kitchen, and I walked into the kitchen, and I said, I I must have been about eight, nine years old, and I said, Mommy, why am I black? And you know the question came from feeling you know, I mean, they used to say, well, they're probably still saying, you know, you're black and ugly and bald-headed and good for nothing. That's what I heard. And so I went in the kitchen, and I wanted to know, why, why am I black? And my mother's response was, well, because you have pigment. And that's all she could say to me. And for me, Coach Kahir, I said, pigment? I said, that sounds too much like pig to me, Okay. So I was like, I don't want to hear any more about it. And that's the last thing I heard about why I'm black. Until I I got much older and started learning my culture. But it was not until I went to a melanin conference in 1990. I went to a melanin conference in Oakland. And, oh, my goodness, I learned so much information about melanin. And you can go outside right now and ask people, well, what is melanin? And they'll say, well, I, I, I think it's that, it's that stuff. You know, it's that stuff that's in your skin that, that makes us, 
that gives you your color and protects you from the sun. And it's so sad that the masses, that's basically all they know. But I know that you know that melanin is so much more, so much more. The chemical key to life. We have melanin in our, our uh, as a melanocyte in our skin, yes, to give us our color, but it also regulates our nervous system. It gives us our rhythm, our soul. Melanin is hmm, anti-aging. That's why black don't crack. Anti-aging. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Anti-aging. Um, it enhances memory. The, the melanin in your pineal gland that is excreted as hormones, uh, excreted as melatonin and serotonin, and regulates your very existence. Melanin is a conductor of God's force energy. It is a conductor of God's force energy. So as this energy is coming in from the cosmos right now, it is coming in and it comes in and our body conducts it into fuel for our body. Sustainable, renewable, free, clean energy. Hello. <laughs> I love it. I just love it. Who knew? Nobody told us. And so as we begin to learn about melanin, then you begin to understand who you are. Then you have to know, well, how do we reactivate it? We have all this melanin, but it's, it's not functioning. So what is it that we need to do to reactivate it? And believe it or not, it's the same things we've been hearing all of our lives. Eat your fruits and vegetables. Sure. Eat those live fruits and vegetables that are enriched with God's source energy. So you're actually eating energy so your body can convert it. Drink your water. Move your body. Fill your mind. Meditate. Same things we've been hearing. But we didn't know that those were the things that were going to reactivate our very being. How do we get from the pyramids to the projects? We're not doing the things that our ancestors did. Reactivate your energy sources. Coach Kahir, I've, I've been to school for a little bit. I have a couple of degrees. And through all of my schooling, I learned about the digestive system and the circulatory system and the bones and the veins and all of that. But no one told me about the chakra system. No one told me. No one told me that I have seven engines in this vessel. Not one, not two, but seven engines. Seven whirling vortices. Vortices, but I can't even say it right now. Vortexes. Seven. And they're whirling with energy, energy centers all through my body. And if I do the things to reactivate them, they will align mind, body, and soul. They will energize this body, balance this body, so that it can perform in peak optimal performance. But who knew? Because they never told us. 
You know, it's such a shame. It's amazing to me. So reactivate your energy sources. Let's see. So now, once you put all that together, the only thing left to do is reclaim your power. Now the only thing left to do is reclaim your power, and that entails meditation and prayer. Mm. Oh, yes. That's what puts it all into action. Now that we've cleaned and fueled, got the knowledge to where we're charting our course, and we've cleaned and fueled our vessel, activated it, charged it up, started the engine, now we're going to put it into high gear. I guess it was about mm, almost 20 years ago now. Oh my goodness, time is flying. Yes, it is. When they came out with the law of attraction, and it was powerful, powerful information. And then everybody said, yeah, well, it doesn't work. Well, I'm here to tell you it works every day, every time, if you work it. But unfortunately, they only gave us a part of it. The law of attraction is only one aspect of one of the universal laws. And so they didn't give us the whole story. Speak on it. 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 Yes. Yes. So once we get the whole story and we understand this realm, then when you say the law of attraction, you can manifest your personal and spiritual life the one you deserve and desire. And you do it by prayer and meditation. So I was told that prayer means to talk to God. When I say God, I'm talking about God's source energy or the God of which you, whatever you call your God, God's source, the creator. You ask what you for what you want, and then you are still, you're still your body. And meditate so you can get the answer. Well, when you think about that, that is your the basis of the law of attraction. In order for the law of attraction to work, well, first you have to figure out what you want. As you think of what you want, identify what you want, then you've got to put it into action. You've got to concentrate on it figure out how you're going to manifest it. Now you've got to do the work. You've got to apply some kind of action. So once you have from the other keys, you have the knowledge, you have the tools, you have the techniques, now you've got to put it into action. So key number six, reclaim your power. When you understand this realm, there is nothing you can't do. When you release the baggage, you know who you are. You understand your power. You know about this magnificent vessel we have and how it works and what to do to activate it. There's nothing we can't do. That is the way we will get from the projects to the stars. Once you put these six keys into motion, and it's a process, Coach Kahir. It is a process. Like I said, it's not going to happen overnight. It will not happen overnight. And it's, it's, the keys are simple. Simple isn't always easy. It requires work, commitment, dedication. 
and and sometimes you'll find yourself on a high, and I'm gonna I will confess. Sometimes I read my book and I'm like, oh, that's good information. I should do that. <laughs> you know, we all we we start and then you you get distracted and you kind of get off track, and that's okay because it's a journey. And everyone is at a different place. So you find your place where you need to start. The important thing is that you start. Because key number seven is a two-part key. When you put all all the rest of the keys into motion, the only thing that's left to do is rise. Rise to your greatest potential, and as you do, you will raise the conscious collective. As you get this information, you will raise your vibration. If you do some of this stuff, your vibration will begin to rise. And as it does, you will, your awareness will rise, your consciousness will rise. And as it does, so too will you raise your consciousness, as you raise your consciousness, so too will you raise the consciousness of your family and friends. So too will you raise the consciousness of the African-American populace. So too will you raise the consciousness of the planet. And so too will you raise the consciousness of the human collective. And just real quickly, I heard you say earlier that until we rise, this planet will not rise. And I agree with you wholeheartedly. Until melanin-dominant people rise, this planet will not rise and we will not make it into the fifth dimension. So with that, there you have the seven keys. Seven keys to the African-American resurrection. Say that seven, say, say the seven key again. Because I was reading something in my chat room. So I have recognize, restore, responsibility, release, Reactivate the energy fields, reclaim the power, and number seven is rise to your greatest potential and raise the conscious collective. Mm, gotcha. Rise to our greatest potential. Yes. And raise the collective consciousness. Raise the collective consciousness. Woo-wee. See, I already. I love it. I love it. And we, you know, all, and you, we still, I, I got so many questions to ask, but I always, um, on my show, I have a very, very intelligent audience. My audience is spoiled, you know, because I have some of the, what I call, I mean, my show is in the forefront of raising the collective consciousness. We all about all of these steps, you know, recognizing things. You know, this is a solution-based oriented show. This show is not just about, you know, talking about it to see what kind of numbers I can get. No, what I do is go in and actually come up with the steps, and that's one of the things we're doing tonight. And so you letting people see the seven keys, I think it just made it so so functional, you know, right right in there, um, just right in their face. So I want to ask one more question before I get to my first caller. And if someone sure. does want to call in, they have a question or they want to comment or feedback, the number is 
347-205-9089. I also want to let you know tonight's show, our proud sponsor, of course, is CoachKair.com. I have a free gift for everyone listening tonight. If you go over to CoachKair.com and just that's Coach, K-H-A-Y-R.com, and just put in your email address, I have a free downloadable ebook for you. And I'm just trading up email addresses for goodies. And every two or three weeks, I'm going to change up the free gifts. So you're going to be able to collect some real jewels I got for you. So please go over and check out CoachKair.com. And my latest venture, I've been telling you all, I'm a professional at this, but I keep it honest. That's one thing in dealing with communications. And one thing that the sister brought out tonight is we have to be honest in the seven keys. We have to be honest when we recognize. We have to be honest in restoration and responsibility. Well, I also believe that we got to get our hustle on. you got to get your hustle on to do these things. So my particular brand is HonestHustle.info. If you're interested in finding out how Coach is empowering people to make money on the Internet, please go to HonestHustle.info. And it's a .info because it's not commercial. It's just how do you get the information? You know, how do you you want to change your life? So come on over to honesthustle.info, and let me get your email address and check out that video that I got for you about how we get our hustle on because we have to restore this planet. This is, I mean, we're getting the navigational guys. All you got to do, she's just like me. She's a success GPS. All you got to do is follow instructions. So the better you can follow instructions and be honest with yourself, then the more um, the more prosperity and happiness and agreeable natures that we're going to have going on in our lives. Um, the next thing I want, the next point I want to make before I get to my caller is how do these seven keys, you know, show up in my life? You know, or or in other words, what's in it for me? If I'm going to do this, you know, our people now. I know what Drew Ali said. Black people are. We, he said Moors are hard-headed and stiff-necked. So, you know, they always want to know, what's in it for me? What's the return on investment for these seven keys showing up in my life? And I'm glad you asked that. There There's so many ways. We can go from the the easy things, and we think in terms of releasing the baggage. We can't function. We can't function in fear. We cannot function. You cannot function to your greatest ability if you're in fear. When you get this information, you don't have to be afraid anymore. It has changed my life. It has changed my life and how I look at things. When you think in terms of of, um, meditating and being calm, it changes your balance. From anywhere from if you go in your car and uh, you may be, you might hear your child, your four-year-old, repeating those choice words that you just used for that person that cut you off, okay? Changing your your whole being will affect how you function in this world. Now, let's get real, all right? Everybody wants more wealth, more health, more love. Okay, relationships. Relationships. How does this affect your relationship at home? I know for me, I've been through two. I'm on, I'm on husband number one, two, both down. And I had to look at what, no, i got to tell you. I just have to tell you. Okay, husband number two. I, after husband number one, I made sure I had a list, and I said, I'm not repeating that again. Okay, good person, but we just, we got to that point, okay? So husband number two, 
He he had everything all everything on my list. This is great. But after a while, he started acting like husband number one. Hmm. And then I swear to you, after a while, he started looking like husband number one. <laughs> I'm not lying. And so I had to, I mean, it hit me like a lightning bolt. I had to say, well, the only constant variable here is me. And so I had to take responsibility. I had to step back and say, what am I doing? What is it that I am doing? Okay, so when we can begin to find out and look at life differently, then we can change our relationships. Had I known what I know now, I could have interacted with him on a whole different level. Me being calm, me being at peace, me not blaming for anything that shows up would have changed that relationship. And who knows, maybe I would still be there. Okay, and I hope this is hitting home because I know there are people out there that are in love and want to remain in those relationships but are having difficulty. And so when you change yourself, believe it or not, people ask me, well, can you change someone else? Mm. What you do is you work on yourself. You You don't worry about working on someone else. We talk about money, reality, again, changing your reaction on that job might very well change how people react to you, how that boss reacts to you. And then the third thing I want to say, the law of attraction works. It works if you work it. There's a, there's a specific GPS. There is specific steps to, to the law of attraction. I've done it. I know it works. I remember when I got divorced the first time, I had two babies. I left my house. I walked away from it. I needed a new house. No, let's put them in order. I needed a washer and dryer, a new car, and a new house. And I wrote them down. I put them on the refrigerator. I cut out pictures. I did the whole step. And But the one thing that they left out, what are you going to do to get it? I wrote down exactly what I had to do, how much money I needed to bring in, and I gave myself a time limit. And I got it all. Second time, I got divorced, and I tried to do the same thing, law of attraction, but it wasn't working. It wasn't working. And I'm I'm like, I know the universe works. What's wrong? It was me. I had doubt. I had fear. And it was keeping my law of attraction from manifesting. So what I'm saying is, how does this show up? It shows up in your very existence, in every realm of your life, depending on how your vessel is interacting with the universe. If you're in balance and you're utilizing this information, then you will see a change in your life. Your life will change. My life has changed. So I hope that answers your question. (laughs) Oh, absolutely, 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 absolutely. Application. That's that's the yeah. whole. That's that's another piece right there. You gotta, you know, that's another that's another applying piece. That's in that reactivating your energy fields. You know, right. So I I I love it totally. I want to go to the uh, lines before we uh, get out of here. We've already 
We're already at the top of the hour already. I told you it goes by fast over here. I told you. You was like, well, Kai, let's just do an hour. And you come over mm-hmm. here. We got that We got that love vortex. That's why my name is Kaya Love. So sometimes people just feel so at home. You say, wow, we already got that far already? But that's okay. Let me take a, take a caller real quick. The caller number is 347-205-9089. And I'm going to ask everyone Put your hands together for one of my favorite folks, Vinci. What is that? It's awesome, baby. Good night. What's going on, Mama? How you feeling? What's the sign? I'm doing good. I wanted to really speak to the guests because it's the reason I'm really on the show tonight. Greetings. Um, greetings. Um, where do I start? Uh, two two things with me. Yes. Um. I've been. I, I can honestly say that I've been happy since my 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 29th birthday. I've been feeling happy and feeling good about myself. Wonderful. But not but. But here, here's the two things that's going on with me. So the first thing is, I'm in a place where the vibration doesn't match my vibration. So when I put on makeup and I put on my you know my pyramid earrings and I just get in my little mode and my makeup and all this stuff. I can sense the uncomfortableness around me, almost jealousy, envy, and I know it's not in my head because I'm very intuitive. I can sense that. And it almost makes me uncomfortable. It makes me want to just throw on some pants and the wrapping cloth and go, you know, you understand what I'm saying? I don't really. Um, Help me to understand what you're saying. Are you saying when you get dressed up, you feel that people are jealous because of how you look? No, I feel that. I can feel the judgment. I can feel people are uncomfortable. I just it, the vibration doesn't match my vibration where I, where I live. Is what I'm saying. It, it just it doesn't match my my vibration. If if you can understand that. Well, you know the only thing I, I what I'm if I'm hearing, I had to change. You know I am a blessed person. I really truly am. I have so many friends, and when you have friends, you are wealthy. But during the, the course of my life, I've had to let some people go. I've had to change the places that I frequent because the vibration no longer matches my vibration. And and you sound very conscious, so you're aware of, of energy and vibration, and you can be vibrating on a very high level and walk into a very negative room, and they can affect your vibration and bring you down. And, and to the converse is true also. Your vibration can clean up all of that negative energy in there in, in some respect. But I think what I'm hearing is that you might need to um, make some shifts and uh, find some new people and some new places to go. How does that resonate with you? What do you think about that? Well, yeah, I, you know, I was voted to work with the school as, you know, like a, with this parent association nonprofit program, and I actually enjoy doing it. Uh-huh. But, um, I don't want to say but. I actually do enjoy doing it. And but, I, and I like say but, say and. <laughs> and I like it, and I enjoy doing it, and I keep my word. If I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do something. But because I'm so intuitive, I see little things. You, you understand what I'm saying? Like I see absolutely. It, and, and I'm like, ugh. But I have to put myself in a place to feel comfortable in a place that is not usually a place I, I am, that I'm, that I'm used to being in. 
And well, just, if you, you, what I'm hearing is that you're you're in a more of a work situation. So in that realm, you can't necessarily just pick up and move. Then you've got to isolate yourself. You've got to go in there with such a high vibration that you don't let these people bounce off of you. Right. You've got to, you know, I've read a book. Have you ever read um, Four Agreements? No, I haven't. Oh, you need to get it. The Four Agreements by Ruiz. And one of the agreements is don't take it personally. That one little phrase changed my life because it, it goes along with the key, take responsibility. When you go out and you see people and they're looking at you, I have a lot of energy, and in case you couldn't tell, <laughs> but I have a lot of energy and, and high vibration, and I can go places and I get the same thing. I, get, I feel the jealousy. I feel it. And even some people that love me, I feel it. But don't take it personally. That's their journey. Let them go on their journey. Don't get angry with them. The opposite of consciousness is ignorance. And that's not a put down. It's just that they're not aware. And so don't take that on. Don't take it on. Go in there every day. Do your meditation and prayer. Fortify yourself. Get your chakras going. And go in there and do what you got to do. Does that make sense? Uh, and the second thing is, um, and and I, I guess I can speak for a lot of people with this. You know, I'm one that when I want something, I know how to manifest and go out there and get it. I seem to have karma when it comes to the work world. And it seems like I feel like I can't have that, uh, what's going to stop me from having that type of job position that I really, really want is because the jobs I like is I feel like I have to have a degree or I have to have a paper to say that I'm certified to do this job. You understand what I'm saying? Like, and, and that's to work in a studio, to work as a writer for, like, a TV show and stuff like that. And I feel like I have to have some type of paperwork to say this is what I can do. And how can I shift that to really manifest myself, have myself having that type of work that I want? I'll take. I'll use myself as an example. Hey. I'm an educator. Um I started out as a teacher, became a school administrator. I started out many years ago in the alternative schools back in the 60s. Yeah, I have to go there. I have to say that. Oh, my Lord. But, yeah. (laughs) And my niece was in one of these alternative schools, and we were taking our kids out of the school system. Unfortunately, we put them back. But, so we, you know, the community came together to work. And so I went into school and I volunteered. And I said, this is what I want to do. I want to teach in an alternative school. In an alternative school, for the most part, you don't have to have a degree. And you can get to do what you love. On the other hand, you may not get paid well. Now, the other option was to go to school, get the degree, and get paid well, work within the system, and when I, although I was working within the system, when I closed my door, I was able to teach what I wanted to teach. The point I'm trying to make is you're going to have to decide. You can probably maneuver around and do some things without the degree, or if that's what you really want to do, then maybe you have to buckle down and get the degree. Nothing can stop you. Whatever you want, you can have. But it all depends on what you want, what you are going to work towards. And so I know it's easier said than done, just go get the degree. That sounds great. You know, where's the money coming from? But what I'm saying to you, if you want something, 
nothing that can stop you. You just have to decide what it is. Either you're going to work on the other side and work around uh, doing what you want to do and, and almost underground, or you're going to find a way to get that degree and go the other way. And okay, one more for yourself. Sure, come on. Okay, for yourself, have you ever? What What did you do in situations where you worked a job where you absolutely didn't want to be there? The pay wasn't the pay was no good. How did you shift that situation in your life? If you did, I have been blessed that every place I've been, it's been um, a, a rewarding situation. I did have one situation as I was an assistant principal. And I had a principal who was jealous, and she was trying to make my life miserable, and I made my way out of there. I, and, but, again, in that situation, I was able to transfer, so it wasn't, it wasn't that difficult for me. What I will say is sometimes we have to stay in a situation that may not be pleasant until we can do the work after work and make arrangements so that we don't have to stay there. This is the third dimension. We've got to deal with reality here, or this illusion of reality. So sometimes we have to do some things we don't want to do until we can manifest that which we want to do. So that's just real. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Um, before I go, is there anything that Spirit wants you to say to me or anything? No, I think um, I think I said what Spirit wants me to share with you. Okay. Uh, I got something spirit want me to say. Uh, my spirit is, I just feel indomitable. I don't even have anything. Leo's in my 12th house, and I don't have any planners in there, but it just still feels like I can't be stopped. And one of the things about, uh, I did with this through my cousin. My cousin has a degree in marketing, but he got two families. And he's always talking about, ain't nobody going to hire me because I got these felonies, but he got a degree. And this is when I go into using the N-word. I'd be like, nigga, stop tripping. Stop <laughs> tripping. You are an expert. You are, and you, you determine, my fault. As a matter of fact, other people determine whether you're an expert or not. Some people say I'm nice with my nutritional. Some people say I'm nice with my astrology. Some people say I'm nice with my coaching. I feel as if I always got to get better, but I got the 70% of the people out there saying no, bro. You can help me right now. You need to tap into your 70% and let them pay you. Let them pay you for your expertise. That's what I've been doing lately is realizing that the money that people are making right now, especially on the Internet, for women, stay-at-home moms are the women that I'm working with. I got three stay-at-home moms who make about twenty to $30,000 a month. And I'm saying, I want to do what you do because I can't have no baby, but I still want to have my freedom. I still want to be able to make money from home. And they're experts. And guess what? None of them have a degree. So there is something out there for you. Don't let those people who sit there and try to condition your mind that, oh, you got to have a degree to do that. No. If you got some seven steps um, locked up, for you, I think you have a, a, a hiccup on number four releasing the anchor of thinking that you need a degree. Now, I'm all for higher education. I want people to get, I want all of my children, I want your child to get his PhD before he's 30. But I want him to get it 
on a whole other reason than, oh, you got to have it. Now, I got a they set by the door mentality. The reason why I want I want 30 or 40 cats that's 28 years old with their TAD that's on my team, and that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother show. But you just coming out of your Saturn return, this is an opportunity for you to try something you ain't never tried before. So that commercial I gave earlier about the honest hustle. See, if you're making 10, 15, 20 grand a month, you can go to school whenever you feel like it. Amen. I, I, I agree okay. with you wholeheartedly, Coach Cahir. You know, it's, it's again, about getting out of the box. Even though I told her to, to get that degree because that's something that she wanted to do, we've got to remember that there's so many things that we can do. This is America. One thing we can say about America, as crazy as it is, you can make money. You can make money. And we've got to get out of the box of thinking that there's only one way to do something. And that's why I was saying after work, while you're still doing that after work, Working on that something else is going to bring you in the income so that you can do what you truly, truly want to do. Absolutely. That's right. And hold on, first off, you know i got to do the standing ovation. This is a dream come true. It's awesome, baby. And that's also, I have a book for that. i got to plug that. HustleUniversityBooks.com. Hustle while you work. How do I take my nine to five? and use the money from that to fund, give me the capital. See, instead of calling a paycheck, then you call it upstart capital for your new business venture that you're going to be working from five to nine. I got a friend mm-hmm. I hear you. She's right. talking about, oh, I, I work 16 hours a day. I said, you crazy. Not for no one person. I work eight for him, then he going to tax that. Then I work four for me and get my money under the table until that money replaces what I'm making in my eight. But it's okay because a lot of the sisters out here just don't have that guidance from a man like myself who's about getting that money. So it's okay because I'm coaching her right now and being like, look, you ain't got to work 16 hours a day because she, now she's stressed out. You know, now her cycle just is just on and on and on. If you got an overextended blood flow, that means you're stressed out from something. You know, it pays the most money. Yeah, but you you sacrificing your happiness, and you can't afford to sacrifice your happiness in the situation. And your health. Right now, and, and well, your happiness is your health. Your happiness yeah. is your health. So you can't you can't sacrifice any of that. So I'm just encouraging you. You know, if you're interested, go over there and check it out. And that's for any of the single moms that's on the call tonight. Go check out hustleuniversitybooks.com and order the ebook. Hustle while you work. I, I, if I was you, I'd get brand my brand your swag and the hustle ten commandments while you at it. And then check out that video at honesthustle.info. Check that out and look at the package because this I, I'm with, the sister's on my show because she is a co-conspirator of navigation. I love her. I love her. She's a navigator. She's a she's a she's an ultimate moral guidance. You know what I'm saying? Hold on, let me drop a bomb. Let me drop a bomb for her right now. Islam. <laughs> I love the job This is a dream come true. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. I'm, yes, and, yes, and, yes. I, and I ain't going to please. So, Amity, how did that, you know, how did I do? The, you know what I'm saying? Was the message well received or is, is, is everything okay? You still got your hair inside? The, well, the message is well received. I'm going to just be a little bit more clear what I was speaking about. Um, you know, as far as when I was saying about the degree thing, I mean, I'm I'm very intelligent. 
So, you know, learn as far as learning like script writing and English and, you know, basic English, I could sit here and take in a whole book on a sponge like that. You know, I don't necessarily need to go to school for those things, you know. But um, I was just saying, and I don't have to keep repeating myself, is that and, I, and my intuitions keep telling me that even if I go out my comfort zone and try to reach out to these different places, and I'm in the biggest media capital, New York City, I just have this feeling like I'm going to get turned away because of that one little aspect is that I've had some schooling, but I didn't complete school with that subject of work. And I'm just trying to get out of that mentality to just do it, to just get my ass up and just go up there to a studio, here's my resume, here, here I am, and just get over that. But it seems like that's one of my biggest humps, and that's one of the biggest things that I want to do. It doesn't even well, matter. You know what? what? I, I've, I've always been the person that says, there's, going back to an old, old uh, saying, there's more than one way to skin a cat. Yes. You know, don't let anything stop you. If your intuition is saying just go do it, go do it. You know, you will find the way. You will find the answers. But you can't let your fear hold you back from either avenue that you want to look at. Just do it. Like Nike, just do it. Oh, man. Say that again. I'm sorry. Me, I just, I'm just thinking. I'm just taking things in. That's just been my theme lately is contemplation. But that's one of the biggest biggest hurdles right now in my life is that thing right there, that one thing. Oh, that's the emotional freedom technique. This is one of the things where I talked about, I asked the sister at the beginning of the show, you know, do we only have to learn things from people who are the same ethnic background for us? And I think this, you're having an emotional blockage about something that you're an expert in. So now yes, and, and the fear. There's fear. I hear fear. And fear and will hold you back from doing anything. And Amity, have you ever have you ever heard of emotional freedom technique? I've heard of emotional freedom, yes. But there's a there's something called emotional freedom technique. It's called the tapping. It's like um it's like acupuncture with no needles and you tap it on certain meridians on the body. And an intellectual like you who stays in the head and the top heavy, where's your mercury at? Virgo in the sixth house. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh okay, well that explains totally to me. So, yeah, so um, because you want to be a service to people and your mind is always on about, you know, how can I help more and more people and I need more and more money. But look up emotional freedom technique. Go on. Uh, go on. You can relax- Google it. Yeah, but you can go. Now, nah, I want to know something specific. You can go to Relaxation is the Key, which is my site, and mm-hmm. just go and look at the look at the emotional freedom technique. As a matter of fact, I'm getting ready to put it in the uh, I'm getting put it in the chat room. So just go to relaxation is the key. Look at emotional freedom technique, and just that just, just that information I think will really resonate with you. I learned it from the most loving white guy in the world, Dave Hunt, and I was like, woo-wee, I needed this mm-hmm. right here. I was holding on to 90 years of bull crap. I was angry with my mother for 30 years, angry with my father for 30 years and angry with my sister for 30 years. And this mm-hmm. dude, tapped, he tapped me out in an hour and a half. Some of it also, some people also call it the Calhoun method, but it's basically the same thing. But I think I have it down to like an amazing science because I tap on your south node. So go look and see what your south node is about, and we tap on that because the south node identifies 
where your personal poisons are at. Those are the things that are holding you up. And then we tap towards the north node and, as I say, keep it moving. Hmm. And it's mm. awesome and it works. Hmm. I got her right there. She said, hmm. She gave me that. She, mm-hmm. she said, the vibration to her pineal gland. She said, hmm. Everybody said, hmm. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. That's what Arsene Hall was doing on the low. He was making sure that people were activating that pineal gland. That, that, that pineal gland. Okay, so, Amethi, you got any other comments, questions, or feedback I'm not, we right now? I'm not going to hold up the line. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Well, it has been a blessing and pleasing pleasure to call in. And I'm going to tell you now, too, uh, Omiyale, that you definitely got some power because Amethi might listen into my show, but she don't hardly ever raise her hand, so I ain't even heard her on here in a long time. So <laughs> I definitely can appreciate her coming in, so... Peace and blessings, sister. You're going to be fine. You are fine. Say, I am. What is it you want to be? Um, <laughs> a writer for a TV show. That's what I'm Say, I am a I phenomenal am. writer for any TV show I want to be on. I am a phenomenal writer for any TV, sh- for any TV show I want to be on. Begin like you mean it, girl. I can't yell. I can't yell. <laughs> say, say what I'm missing. I said I can't yell the baby sleep. That's okay. okay. Write it down and say it every day. Okay. So I also want you to go get. Um, do you have astrology for writers? No, I never heard of that one. Woo! Girl, 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 girl. Oh my Jesus! Astrology. Just Google astrology for writers. That's all you got to do. That's going to change. That's going to change your whole existence. Cause I, cause I'm, I want to work on character development and screenplays too. And ever since I've been writing that, it's just giving me, like, I'm watching more movies now just to see the better movies, the greats, are written off of astrological charts. Where wow. The, sun's the, main, the sun is the main character. The moon is uh, the moon is there, like their shadow, their sidekick. Venus may be the wife or, or, the, or, or, or the woman in there. The killer in the movie is Pluto. And they're doing character development around one chart. One wow, time. that's awesome. Oh, man, good. Go look at the movie Identity Theft. Go pull up the chart, May 15, May 15, 1974. The guy in the movie, that's his birthday. And you can look at that movie and look at every character in it, and you'll find them as one of the planets that's in his birthday. Because the lady stole his ID, and his birthday was May 15, 1974. So I pulled the chart up and watched the movie and just went down the checklist. Oh, this person is Mercury. Oh, this person is Pluto. Oh, this person is Jupiter. Oh, this person is such and such. They wow. do it over and over and over, and you are an expert. That's why I want you blogging about it. And once you discover it, you blog about it, develop a relationship, people start to follow you, and then they'll pay you what you want to come coach them. Voila. <laughs> we so nasty on this show right here. We saw prompt. Oh, we solution based. All right, thank you, Missy. <laughs> Take care. Peace. Thanks. Too. Peace. Yes, Sister Peace. Look, we're about to solve a problem. Somebody else done raised their hand. Call it from the 229-225. Your microphone is wide open. Thanks for listening to Coach K Radio tonight and the seven keys to the African-American resurrection. What's your name and where are you calling from? Hey, Kair. This is me, Charles Big from Oklahoma, Georgia. <laughs> What's happening, big brother? Give me a name Greetings. again. Charles Diggs. 
What's happening? What's I'm happening, good. big brother? How you feeling tonight? I'm doing good, bro. Hey, I'm just enjoying enjoying the show, man. Just just came to drop in and uh, give you some love and support, bro. All right, all right. I I, I definitely appreciate it. Have you picked up any tools, tools and jewels that you can use tonight? Oh yeah, no doubt, man. I mean, I'm so glad. You know what kind of resonated with me uh, tonight. You know, I, you know, it's just like I'm thinking about the the, the particular word of fear. You know, um, you know, like I, I can remember. I think um, she was. I think the, your guest was saying something about, you know, uh, about the church or whatever. You know, about uh, astrology and numerology. Yeah, you know, I can remember. I can remember. You know, um, back in the day, many years ago, many many years ago. <laughs> you know <laughs> that, that we, you know, we was demonized, demonized astrology and numerology and other cultures and other religions. You know what I mean? And don't even have a a grasp or an idea of what we're what we're talking about. You know, at church. You know what I mean? And bring and then we start bringing fear. Into people's lives, you know, and you know, you know, I, by me, I would say, um, being conscious now, you know, and 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 lifting my vibration, you know, I begin to understand that, you know, it's like the, the knowledge that you guys are bringing, y'all bringing to the table this particular knowledge, you know, to the masses, man. I think that's great, man. I really do. Well, we're doing it for you, brother. We're doing it for you. Yes, absolutely. Each yeah, one, teach one. As as we get it, we have to share it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it took me so long. But it's one thing also is that it stuck out that you was talking about, your guest was talking about, was uh, that uh, you have to, uh, what was that? Uh, meet where you was at. I think God meets us where we're at. So Absolutely. Of, you know, we are God. Right, exactly. And so regardless of where we're at and where we start from, I believe God just kind of raises us up from there. You know, it's so funny because even though I left the church a long time ago, when I learn this metaphysical information, I can lay it over the the Bible and pull out the true meaning that was hidden. Yeah. Things like yeah. Seek and ye shall find. Once you start seeking, the world open up, opens up to you. When you start seeking, you'll find yourself in places to find the answers. You'll find yourself in a bookstore, and the book will fall off the bookshelf and knock you in the head. So it's, it's about that action. So as we mm-hmm. understand what's going on, we can look at those little parables and understand what they really meant. Mm-hmm. And then not mm-hmm. from a fear base but from an enlightened base. Yes, exactly. Yes. So just like I said, I really appreciate y'all, man, just bringing out the information. Well, we appreciate you calling in. Have a wonderful evening. Blessed evening. Uh, You too. Thanks, Kaya. Absolutely, big brother. You know how we do it around here. It's awesome, baby. Ooh-wee. You got to fire it up around here, sister. I I love it. You coming, coming out here right out of the box. Just, that's what we do, solution-oriented. I, trust me, you'll be back. You'll be back on Coach K Radio. We ain't had to worry about that. 
I love it. Busting out the box. That's what it's all about. <laughs> yes. Now, um, what about after we get the seven keys? After, after I've acquired the knowledge of the seven keys, then what? Now you've got to put it into action. You know, in the back of the book, for each section, each chapter, there is a catch the wave chapter summary. In that summary, there is a uh, life lesson. There's a... Um, Important points to remember, it's like a, a summary of the chapter. Then there is a list, an action step list. So you don't have, you know, a lot of times we read, we get all this information, and we're like, well, okay, now what? What do we do with it? So there's an action step list in each chapter. So you can look right in there. You can start down the list, or you can take one thing from each chapter, but it gives you something to do so you can take action. And then there's a, a life lessons for transformation, and that goes into the W I I F. What's in it for me? And in that section, I talk about how this information transformed my life, and how it possibly can transform your life in in different ways. So that that whole section is very valuable because this information is here. The energy is acting upon us, whether we know it or not. So the onus is upon us to get the information and put it into action so we can transform our personal and spiritual lives. Once again, we know what you in here doing. You in here doing it hard on it. I'm in here hollering with these side with these sound effects, Coach Kahir. Okay, I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> That's what we're doing. I'm shocking. I'm shaking. Sometimes you gotta shake that load off. Shake that load off. Some people need That's that inspiration it. sometimes, and that celebration. Because that's what I'm yes. doing. I'm just celebrating when you. I'm just accenting it. That's what I'm doing. I'm just accenting it. Um, some people may be listening too because I have my discerning audience as well. And they may say, well, what gives her the authority to write a book on, you know, on this subject matter? Who does she think she is or what does she been through to be, uh, uh, be an authority on this? What, what, how would you respond to that? Well, let's see. I have, um, I've, I've worked. I've done the research. I've studied for hours and, and weeks and months and years. I have a, a massive library in my home. I have traveled. I've traveled with Dr. Ben, Ben the Kemet. I was there at the pyramids, saw the temples, touched them, crawled all down inside. Traveled all over Europe. As I said, you know, I have I have the degrees. I don't put a lot of weight on them. I use them for I use them for what they are as tools. But I have the degrees. Retired school administrator and a Reiki master. And with all that said. I don't claim to be an authority on anything. I don't claim to be an authority on anything. I am simply sharing my journey. I'm sharing my experiences. I'm sharing my truth as I know it to be true today. But it is, or shall I say, and it is for each person to find their own truth. This is my truth that I know it to be today, and it may change tomorrow. Because as we continue to learn and grow and evolve, things change. The world changes. 
It's constantly changing. We're changing. We're growing. That's what we're here to do. And as we grow in consciousness, new realms open up for us. And we have to let go of some of those old belief systems that don't serve us anymore. So, I, again, I don't claim to be an authority. I'm simply sharing my journey. And it is for everyone to take what they will. You know, you may, it's not for me to make you a believer. You may mm-hmm. believe in something I said or you may not believe in it, but the information is there. Take what you will. Wherever you want to start the journey, and take what works for you. There's a saying uh, by Buddha, and I can't say it all right now, but it says something to the effect: Don't believe anything that someone else says. Don't even believe what I say. You have to go out and find your own truth. You've got to find that which resonates with your heart, and you will know. So I'm not an authority. I'm sharing my journey. Voila. That's what I'm talking about. That's how we all got to do it. She's she's lived it. She's lived it. It is. So also, you also elaborate on energy. Some people uh, listen to the term, and we're talking about metaphysics. And, you know, you can't see energy, but you can feel (laughs) energy. Can you elaborate on the term energy for us, please? Energy. You know, we it, it's pretty sad that we as humans exist in our realm is energy. This is the realm in which we exist, energy. And yet we know so little about it. When you think of a fish, a fish swims in water all day. His whole existence is in that water. Does he know about water? Does he even know he's in water? Does Mm. he know that any of the elements of water or the qualities of water? Does he know that the water that he's in is connected to all the water all over the planet? Does he know that that water that he exists in is the same water that's been here since the beginning of time? So, too, do we have to look at our realm that we exist in, which is energy, and we have to begin to understand it and know that there are unseen forces out there that affect our lives and that this energy exists on different realms and that it's acting upon us. We've got to begin to understand energy in all its facets. And for the most part, that's where... Key number two comes into play. We store the knowledge of the ancestors because they knew. They knew. That's how they built the pyramids. Hmm. That's well. Are you gonna uh, Are you gonna give us the key that last part about how do we get back to the stars? Following all the keys. Yeah. Follow the keys. It is hyperdrive. Hyperdrive, activate your macabre, and you'll zoom, you'll have your own ship. We possess our ship. We don't need a starship. We are the starship. We have to activate it. And the hits just keep on coming. It's awesome, baby! 
This is a dream come true. This is how we do it around here. You got them so wild up around here, they better watch their head. They better duck down when they see this book coming. Because the alarm goes off. The alarm starts to go off. They got fire alarms going off around here when you see navigate navigate your existence. I want to go look at everybody. Y'all get over there and get to navigateyourexistence.com. Navigateyourexistence.com. Leave your email so you can be on your so you can be on this sister's email list so you can stay um, so so you can stay in touch. That's one way. But what is another way that people can get in contact with you? Uh, do you have a, outside of your email address? Do you have a Facebook page or a phone number or anything else that you want to send them to? They can. Uh, there's the website navigateyourexistence.com. The email on the website, sign up for the email. You can email me at info at navigateyourexistence.com. My Facebook page, my business page is Navigate Your Existence, and my personal page is Omiyale Jube. And if you don't know how to spell it, go to navigateyourexistence.com, and I'll even say it for you. <laughs> Omiyale Jube. You all heard it. Y'all know what it is. That's O-M-I-Y-A-L-E-J-U-B-E. Get over there. Don't be square. Get over there. Okay, I'm trying to rhyme a little bit tonight. Don't be square. Get over there. Navigate. And, and um, I, but, I, but I want you just to give me a brief, too, about what is going on with um, – what is going on with your inner PCD? I want you to speak about that, too. I want to know, you know, somebody may say, you know, do I really need that, or why did you make that, or what is the benefit of me listening to the inner PCD? Is it, is it meditation? Is it dialogue? Is it a class? What is it? Inner Peace is a uh, guided meditation CD, and it's for people at all levels. I do, in in my book, I start out, by explaining the chakras and simple steps to meditation. For those, there are so many that don't know how to meditate. There are so many that are still afraid to meditate. So I give them some very simple steps. So in the meditation CD, the first little piece, I think it's five minutes, there's an introduction. It just talks a little bit about meditation to kind of relax some of those fears. And, and I'll tell you, I know people that I've given a meditation tape to they haven't opened it, haven't opened it, because mm-hmm. they still are harboring that fear from the church that if you open your mind to meditation, negative vibes, people will come in, and, and they're, they're afraid. So I give just a brief little introduction, and then the next three, there's, there's a meditation that's short and sweet, and that's a meditation that you can do any day, during the day, in the middle of the... Uh, work day, just to kind of recenter yourself with calm and balance. And then there are two meditations after that. Oh, I don't remember. I think they're about 25 minutes, 20 to 30 minutes. I can't remember. But it's just guided meditation to take you away, <laughs> recenter your body so you can feel your inner peace, reconnect to God's source energy. Well, I know that somebody needs to jump on it immediately. Um, yes. do, do you have any other 
event scheduled up, you know, in the near future or down the road that people can meet you in person or come out and get a book or anything like that. I know you spoke about a uh, book signing tour. I see here that you did something in Las Vegas, uh, I guess, last week. And um, just what do you have on your schedule and what's coming up now? Well, I'll tell you, I just finished the, the official book launch and book signing last Saturday. And Coach Kahir, it was so awesome. I mean, the drummers were out, and they were jamming. And it was just, we had a meet and greet. I did a brief presentation, and then we had the book signing. It was really awesome. And it was so wonderful to see the community come out and support me. It was great. And so next, next um, October 20th, for anyone that is in the Las Vegas area or anyone traveling this way, I will have a Seven Keys workshop specifically for those people that purchased the book uh, last week. Give them a little time to read through it. But for those that are ready to delve into the seven steps, and it's a workshop. So you come to my workshop. We work. You know, I am a teacher, you know. <laughs> I know that's right. That's me too. Oh, yeah. I dead. The lecturers are dead. Don't come to me talking about, Kaya, you want to do a lecture? No. No. Yeah, so we'll, we'll delve into the uh, seven keys and find out what, what do we need to do? How do we activate this information? Get some of the questions answered. So the, the workshop, Seven Keys Workshop, is October 20th in the Las Vegas area. It's at the La Quinta in Summerlin. And for anyone who needs more information, email me or uh, connect with me on Facebook or email me at info at navigateyourexistence.com. So do you yeah, know this is on the East Coast? I mean, on the West Coast? I know you're all the way in the, on the East. What kind of question is that? I said at the beginning of the show, we are internationally known, nationally recognized. What are you talking about? Talking about? Do I have any listeners on the on the oh, on I'm the so, website? Do you forget I'm so the person? I'm sorry, I remiss. Please forgive me. Right? Do you forget the person who introduced us? He didn't train me to be no one-sided. I ain't no one-trick pony. Uh huh. Yes, Tony Quaid. I thank him. If you're listening, Tony, I thank you for the hookup. Beautiful people, Coach Kahir. I'm so glad we made this connection. And, of course, there's no accident. You know that. Absolutely no not. Absolutely not. Now, I know you're uh, going to be coming through St. Louis soon, too. Uh, yes, yes, yes. I will be in St. Louis this weekend coming up. I've not yet um, found a spot, a venue, to do a book signing, but I'm working on that as we speak. So anyone in the St. Louis area, keep keep. In contact on Facebook, and I will be putting up my information. So Sunday, I will be somewhere in St. Louis promoting and signing my book. Speaking. You know what? You know what? I would. You know, a great spot in St. Louis is either the Arts itself or right across the river at the Mounds. Now, I know you're looking for a space, you know, that's inside and things like that. But uh-huh. those those two those two locations, you know, the park, you know, uh, just, to, just to say, hey, let's do a meet and greet out there around that energy ley line. It is a okay. beautiful space. There's some, um, there's some restaurants close by. But you're right on the banks of the Mississippi River. And as you know, I know the Mississippi is the – North American Nile River. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, 
and the ark is the highest man-made structure in America, and it's not an accident that as high as it goes, it also goes underground too. But a lot of people don't know that. No, I never knew that. Goes underground too, but right across the river is the Cayuga Cayuga Mounds, and there's a lot going on with that energy grid over there. So uh, I had some fabulous, amazing times out there doing some sun gazing at the ark, watching the sun come up in the morning over the over the uh, over the horizon. So you you have some um, you have some potential, and like I said, the person. The person who I connected you with, big shouts out to go Helen Marie. In, yes, uh, Helen Marie. She's she's working on some venues for me as we speak. Yes, so beautiful yes. sister, beautiful sister. Yes, we had a great conversation. I can imagine. I already know. I didn't even I didn't even have to eavesdrop on that one. I already knew how that was going to go. Yes, and yes, yes. Her. And I am going to meet with her when I get there on Sunday. Absolutely. Good, 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 good. good. Well, I don't want to. Uh, Keep you too much longer. We have definitely almost done a full two hours. It's easy over here, though. We do that. I, but I do want to know: Do you have any final thoughts that you want to leave with the audience tonight before we uh, before we part? You know, Coach Kenya, it's um. I laugh and joke. I have fun. I have fun. But this is this information is so important. It's important to my heart, and I, I get emotional about it. I'm serious about it. My purpose is to get this information out and provide those people, our people, with the information they need. It's time for us to lead the projects. And when I say projects, I'm not talking about people leaving and living. I grew up with Grant Projects on 25th Street. I left the projects a long time ago. I'm talking about leaving the project mentality. There are a lot of people that have never lived in the projects but have project mentality, and it is time. And when I say it's time, it's so powerful because it's not time just because I'm saying it's time. It's time because the cosmos is saying it's time. The energy that's coming in now is coming in to energize our melanin. And so the question is, what are we going to do with it? It is time for us, for the resurrection of the African-American mind, body, and soul. So I'm here. I am here. I'm available. I encourage you to go to the website, get the book, lots of information. I, I like to say it's more than a book. It's a movement because this revolution will not be televised. <laughs> you know, we didn't know what it meant back then. The last revolution was televised. You know what happened? You know, I wish I could sing. You know, I told you I can't sing. But they killed all our leaders. So this revolution is going to begin within. It's going to begin within. Very quietly. Right. Very quietly. As each one of us finds the connection that we need so that we can rise. And so I say rise up, people. It's time. Rise up. In, in the infamous words of, of uh, um, the Honorable Marcus Garvey, up, up, you mighty people, you can accomplish what you will. So I say rise up. Rise up from within. And with that, I say Ashe. Ashe, Ashe, Ashe. Y'all got the website. Y'all got y'all, full, y'all got y'all cups overflowing tonight. You know, I mean, my cup is, my cup runneth over. Like they say in the Bible, my cup runneth over. 
and I'm sure all of yours are as well. I definitely want to thank my special guests for coming on tonight. It's been my honor and my pleasure to have her on, and we're going to catch you all tomorrow night at 8 o'clock, Symptometry Hour. If you haven't heard about Symptometry, you can go over and catch all the past shows at symptometrybooks.com. Wednesday night, we're going to have the return of The Science of Getting Rich. We are covering that great book uh, by Wallace Waddles, and we are on Chapter 10 and Chapter 11, Bring Your Notebooks and Your Incense and Your Pens and Your Pads. And uh, I got some new announcements to make on there for some entrepreneurial opportunities that I have because I'm all about that conscious commerce and getting your hustle on. And then on Thursday, you know, we're coming back at y'all long and strong with stars and numbers. Men lie, women lie, numbers don't. So please stay tuned in to Zoom in, and we just got it for you. This, you, you found the right place. Now all you got to do is drop those zeros and get with these heroes because we're going to take you to the top. I appreciate you. I love you all. Tonight I'm going to go ahead and leave you all with a little more of that good funky rhythm music that we do. Celebrate my baby just got out of prison. Yay! Lauren Hill, she's going to take us out tonight. Peace and blessings, Coach Kahir. Good night, people. Peace and blessings, Ashe. A double. A double. Written topic broken down into pieces. Uh, I introduce and produce words so confused. It's abuse how I juice up this beat like I'm do. Two people both equal like I'm Gemini. I'd rather send me on if I Jimmy on this block. I can pop it. You can't stop it. Drop it. Your whole crew microscopic like particles while I make international articles and on the cover. Don't discuss the baby mother business. I've been in this area because you can't tell me I witnessed firsthand. I'm candid. You can't stand it. Expect demanded and get flown around the Rock hard like granite or steel, people feel Lauren Hill from the walk to Israel And this is real, so I keep making the street ballads While you looking for trash to go with your car I wrote this both opus to reverse the hypnosis. Whoever closest to the line, go win it. Go fall, trying to fall while my team win the pennant. I'm allowed to be in it for a minute, then rough the senate. Make a slum lord be the tenant. Give his money to kids and spend it. And then a minute, every law that ever prevented. I'll survive our rival. Documented in the Bible like Moses and Aaron. Things gonna change, it's apparent. And all transparent, gonna be seen to Let God redeem you. Keep your thing true. You can get the green too. Watch out who you cling to. Observe how the queen do. And I remain calm. Bella singing hymns, a cappella, whether pose the Marabella in Castor or collecting 
residuals from off the score. Uh-huh. I'm making sure I'm with the 144. Uh-huh. Been here before to say the battle is war. Uh-huh. Words of boonie, I make a lot like a Sunni. Your diplomatic community and every uh-huh. ghetto community uh-huh. had opportunities. Uh-huh. Went from hood shock to hood sheep, uh-huh. but it ain't what you cop, it's about what you keep. Uh-huh. And even if they at least you can't capsize the ship, no, 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 I baptize my best every time I take this. You can get the money, you can get the power. Get the money. 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 